Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. What God doing, y'all, huh? What he doing? What he doing in your life? He doing something. He moving. He working. Don't lose your patience, though. See, I did that before. Don't lose your patience. Don't 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 get so sick of waiting that you take matters into your own hands. Don't do that. Boy, you're blowing it. Listen to me. You're listening to somebody who's done it that way. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had some hope. I had some faith. I had some aspirations. But I got a little impatient waiting on it. So I tried a couple other things, move it along. Boy, I can't tell you how I messed it up. Then I messed it up then because God gave me the power of decision. What I had to do was then, after I took matters into my own hand, messed it up. Now, guess what? He still got something for me, but now I got to fix all the mistakes now. I got to straighten them out. I got to suffer some consequences. I got to pay for my transgressions. All of that. All of that. It's got to go down. You can't do something wrong and not pay for it. It's just, it's, you call it karma, call it whatever you want to call it. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Every action. If it just stays sunny all the time, you might think it's cool, but there's going to be a reaction to it. Ain't no dark, ain't no shade, ain't no break, ain't no rain. Going to be hard if it's just sunny all the time. Vice versa. So you need You need the opposite. You need the darkness so you can get your break from that sun. You need the rain so you can nourish the roots so so that sun 
it can soak up the sun and get the benefit of the sun. If you don't get the opposite, you you got a problem, man. And it happens throughout nature. It happens throughout your life. Don't think that you can do wrong and not have to pay for that. What you think this is, man? We, 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 we think, man, because we have made a decision that we think is best for us. And no matter how it affects nobody else, we got the right to make that call. No, you don't. Whoever is telling you that, whoever's misguiding you into the gang life, telling you, yeah, man, you need to be this way to be down with us. I tell you what, get yourself stuck on Chuck with that gang. See how many of them be there for you. Oh, they'll go around the corner with you and start shooting. But, okay, when it's time to do some time and and, and they can lessen their sentence, you're going to get that time. They're going to point their finger dead at you. I watch 48 Hours all the time, man. I watch Lock Up Raw all the time. All the time, man. All the time. Ain't no real cold dudes out there just holding to the mantra and sticking to it. Even the mob turned stateside evidence, go fed, all that. Now, we in the hood, we done created this ignorant mess called no snitching. With that ignorant mess, you don't even understand. No, snitching was created by criminals as a code of honor. If you do dirt and you get busted doing the dirt, don't bring my name up if I was with you. That's a code of honor amongst the thieves. Now, so many code of honor thieves that then came out of prison and ain't got no honor. They done bought that stuff back to the street. Now that's all in the neighborhood. No snitching. No snitching. You got to be crazy. That's for people who disobey the law. That's who people have made a code of honor amongst themselves as thieves. Hey man, if you get busted, don't drag me down with you. Just do your time. Oh man, you can't bring that stuff out here to me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Dog, I'm trying to live right over here, man. I don't want no crack house up the street from my mama's house. I'm trying to do right out here, man. You can't do wrong and expect wrong not to come to you. You got to make a decision every day to do right. God ain't got no protection. You on dirt. You got what you got coming. You made a decision. You go down there to get some. You you might got get got. See, we got to come on. I'm, I'm talking to so many men out here right now. I should have said that in the beginning, but my conversation kind of got away from me. I was going to talk to you about something else this morning. But this just on me, man, because our communities, man, it's just going to the pot, man, because ain't nobody caring about nobody else. Don't nobody care when they see that young dude over there doing wrong. Look at them fools over there. Man, go over there and talk to one of them. Pull them to the side, man. You might not be able to approach the group, but you can approach an individual. Come here, young man. Let me talk to you. I saw you the other day. Man, you look like you got something going on in your life. What's happening with you? Let me talk to you, man. Let me share something I learned. I was doing what you was doing. You know, it's like Tommy did a prank phone call one time as a limo driver. And uh, the dude, the prank was, he called this limo company to ask this limo driver to take him to this location late at night. And the limo driver got a young business. He going, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't normally work like that, but how long you need it? He said, for just about an hour. He said, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the full three, though, because a three-hour minimum Tommy told him, no, I just need it for one hour. He said, okay, I'll give you a break, young man. You're trying to do something. Where you want to go? He gave him the address. The man stopped writing. He said, that's a bank. He said, yeah. He said, you want to go to the bank at 1230 at night? He said, yeah, and I'm going to be in for a few minutes, and when I come out that bank, I need for you to flow it. That The dude with the limo, he stopped writing. He said, hold hold on, hold, hold on, man. You want me to take you to a bank, 12.30 at night, you're going to be in there for a few minutes, and you're going to come out, and you want me to floor it. He said, sir, 
I don't do stuff like that. He said, you got the wrong company. He said, what made you call here? He said, hey, man, don't worry about that. You a limo company. You just drive. He stopped and took the time out. He said, young man, let me tell you something. He said, I've been down before. I've been locked up before. It ain't pretty. He said, that's what's wrong with you young people today. Instead of going to get a job trying to work your way, you always looking for some fast money. He said, I'm going to tell you what I already know. Don't go down there messing with them people's money like that because they love that money way more than they love you. And they're going to do something to you down there. Now, you stop this foolishness, and I'm not carrying you nowhere. But I'm going to take a little bit of time out to tell you something. Don't go down here with messing with these people's money because it ain't going to go good. They're going to take care of their business when it comes to that money. Tommy kept insisting to this man to pick him up in the limo. It was a prank phone call. But the point I'm making is the man took out time. He could just hung the phone up. But you know what he said? He said, hold up, young man. Let me hip you to something. Because the brother had been locked up before. He said, no, no, no. See, I done that when I was young. Now, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take some moment out to tell you. I'm up here working, man, trying to earn an honest living. I ain't going back down there. Because I didn't, I didn't, they make you eat what they want you to eat. You don't want the food. You got to get up when they say get up. You got to stay where they say stay. Live with who they say live. He said, man, you don't want that. And he just tried to talk the young man out of it. You can change a young man's mind with a conversation. A conversation can change a young man's mind. Most of these young men that are misguided ain't having conversations with real men. They just not having them. And it's up to us who know what manhood is, is to start delivering the message. The, the problem that we have in our communities, we can solve ourselves. It done escalated to a point because we who are men won't stop on our corporate climb and our day-to-day making money and trying to ball out. We won't stop and grab some of these young soldiers and tell them the truth about manhood. That's the real deal, okay? So I went there. I don't know where that came from. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, the greatest morning show on planet Earth, bar none. Uh, we have the facts to prove it. Uh, first off, just hell, we said it. You know, just like they said, we said, you, you, who you want to believe? Now, I think it's us. Everybody else is lying. I heard one morning show say they the funniest morning show. That's a damn lie. For sure. That's not true. <laughs> Who you running that by? You, what you're not fitting to do is sit up here and tell me <laughs> that your morning show is funnier than this show. Because it's not. True. That's okay. not Facts. true. Facts. No, we have four. <laughs> four stand-up comedians on this show. With no radio degree. Now, somebody went and hired <laughs> five or six of them to go fill in to make that ain't work. We in here every day. Good morning, Shirley. Good Bye. morning, Steve. Not finna do this with them. Carla Pharrell. I know that's right. Hey, Steve. What's up, crew? Uh, Junior. Morning, Uncle. Who they run that by? Certainly not the people in the know. Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building. They need to get their facts straight. That's what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, Back from Cancun, uh, had a great trip. I want to thank everybody, man. What a great crowd, man. What a great, great crowd. I I, I just can't say it enough, man. Marjorie and I were sitting there going, wow. These people were so cool to hang out with. 
I mean, it was just amazing, man. So I want to say thank you all again. Loyal fans, man. man. Loyal listeners, man. They were wonderful. Great people, man. And the staff, the entire uh, Cancun uh, resort staff was amazing. Some of the nicest people I've ever met. Really nice people. Cool. How was the food, y'all? Oh, man. Food was good, yeah. You know what, Tommy? I was really pleasantly surprised at it. Because I'm a foodie, that's my first question. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, I ate at a buffet. Now you don't even do that. You don't never eat at buffets. Yeah, you don't do nothing like <laughs> that. No, I ate at a buffet six times. Mm-hmm. Oh, that food was good. Oh, man. <laughs> it was real good. Man. And margaritas. <laughs> that lamb shank they had over there. That lamb. I just got that lamb three times. That lamb shank. Oh, man. Delicious. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. You play some golf, big dog? Uh, yeah, man, shot a uh, 88 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had uh, four lip outs. So it could have okay. been better, but I was could've extremely happy that. with an 88. Trust me, extremely happy. Extremely happy. You're supposed yeah. to be. 88? 80s, period. <laughs> yeah, for me. My, my best, I shot an 80 once, an 81 one time. But I parred seven holes in a row. Mm-mm. I don't know who he I was. started school. <laughs> I started high school in 81. That's only 80. I didn't have it. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to do some Ask Steve, and we'll talk about that right after this. My favorite. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now to ask Steve. And Steve, as always, please keep yeah. your answers short so we can get more questions in. Ain't nobody got Thank to keep, you so keep, very much. I do the answers I want to do. <laughs> Why does that make you so angry? Because <laughs> maybe some of these answers ain't fitting to be short. <laughs> hey, 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 who are you yelling at? Hey. All right, here I we go. Here's my first question. What's your I got a bad feeling suddenly in bail story? That mm. night they was robbing Silverman Departments, though. Excuse me, one more time. they asked time me for... to drive. You were going to drive a getaway car? <laughs> yep. Did they you just say me. that? He said it. On yeah. the air. What's the name of the store again? <laughs> yeah, I ain't go, though. I bail. Well, well, thank sure, you. Show sure glad I did. Because all hell broke loose down there that night. Oh, they got caught. They got caught then. Yeah, I know good hell they got caught because I'd have left them. <laughs> mm. oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, note to self, we can't ask him that anymore. <laughs> Tommy, you got a question for, for Uncle Let me Steve. get one. Uh, you know, this not me. Mm-hmm. This not me. I just want you to help a friend of mine, okay? Mm. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Yeah, okay. You in a hotel with a woman. Your wife is outside God. in the parking lot because she see your car. Right. What do you do? Dive out the window when she go <laughs> in the building <laughs> and drive off in that car and say my car was never there. Yeah. <laughs> but dive Dude, out you the got way. to get what? your ass out that window. <laughs> Uh, There's no other option. You, do you matter what floor you on up? I don't give a damn. Nine, well, if it's higher than eight, you got to stay in there and try something else. 
But anything seven on down, you got to get your ass out there with it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Junior, go to your friend. All right, uh, you know, we just got back from Cancun. Uh, we just got back uh-huh. from Cancun. What was the one thing that uh, uh, somebody down in Cancun that got on your last nerve? This dude with this notebook. Now, dog, what, what notebook? What How notebook? you done bought a notebook, a spiral notebook? You know, remember, you, you know the little yeah. wild spiral notebook yeah. that yeah. you had in school? Yeah. Yeah. He done bought that to Cancun to give to that. me because the mm. Lord told him I was going to sign home. it and then keep Aww. it. That's what the Lord would, told him. So when I told him that I couldn't, so it was some type of script of some type. So I said, bro, oh, I can't God. accept a script like that coming from a person. You have to send it through proper channels because if an idea turns up like that, I don't. you can't say Steve mm-hmm. Hart gave it to Steve oh, Harvey. Yeah. So I can't he accept it. He stole my idea. Uh, uh, the Lord told me you'd accept this. Wow. I said, well, listen, wow. bro. I, once again, let me tell you the procedure. So this, but I didn't explain this to him about five times. I said, "Look, my man, what part of this you not understanding?" <laughs> so finally, he said it to me for the sixth time. He said, and "The Lord told me that you." I said, "Listen, man, the problem you having right now is the Lord didn't tell it to me. <laughs> this is where we this at right here. now." <laughs> and I talk with him every talk. morning. He never mentioned you. <laughs> so now, dog, I'm not mm-hmm. that boy. That dude talked to me. The hell you mean? I said, hold up, man. Who you talk? It just went crazy. It that was the thing I hated the most. He yeah. bought this three ring, this ring, spiral ring notebook all the way to Cancun, Cancun for me to sign and then accept. Wow. So that I know you got it. So you got to sign it, man. Please. All right, <laughs> Carla. So what you end up doing? I, I walked off. Okay. <laughs> I ain't saying I ain't doing nothing with you, Steve. You're forever walking away. <laughs> Just walking off. What's your question, Carla? Steve, what are some things that are easier said than done? I ain't going over her house no more. I don't want to see you no more. Okay. This the last time I'm cheating. Mm. Uh, Oh. I'm going to quit cussing. Oh. I'm going to quit cheating, though. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank God. I ain't smoking no more cigars. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I ain't telling no, I ain't telling no more lies. You can pick one that applies to you, I'm sure. Okay, okay. All right, Steve, I have a question for you. Here you Last go. one. I'm I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. Oh yeah. Yo, yeah. Boy. Oh, welcome been to my there. World. Oh, been there. Yeah. Mm. All right, so Steve, what are some small yet distinguishable changes? That a man can make, he can do to himself to make himself more attractive. Now, um, cut that damn hair out your ear. Ooh. Men should not have ear hair. Mm-hmm. Take those little things that you buy, a wall, make some little dr- things, the cut nose your the- nose hair out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gray hair coming out your nose is not attractive. <laughs> cut that off. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Uh, let somebody just clip the ends on your eyebrows so you don't look like Professor Fink. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Professor Fink. Hey, man, get a manicure once a month. Every six weeks, something. Uh-huh. But okay. don't try right. that. So good grooming. And for the love of God, man, mm-hmm. just put a lining on your head or your beard. Just line it. It'll look neater. Just line it. Okay. That's mm-hmm. Those are little things that a man can do that don't cost no damn money. Okay. All right. Those are good. All right. Thank you, Steve. That concludes our segment, Ask Steve, Steve's favorite segment. Coming up next, a nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Billy Porter, the star of Pose, has been casted as Cinderella's fairy godmother, and Mariah said uh, she and Nick Cannon will not remarry. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But right now, I didn't Mm. know that was even up for discussion. Uh, Right right now, yeah, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? You know, Junior filled in for you yesterday. Boogie is snitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounded just yeah. like that. Just like I did, just uh-huh. like that. Well, I'm so uh-huh. glad you back. Boogie snitching. There it is. As long, as long as you got my back with it, that's all I want. Boogie snitching. Let's go. Hello. May I speak to Boogie? Yeah, this Boogie. Hey, Boogie, this KB. Let me ask you something, man. How you get out of jail before Marcus got out of jail? How y'all go to jail at the same time, but you get out a month before him and he's still in there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? This KB, this Marcus brother, tell me how you get out of jail, but Marcus still in there, and you've been out over a month now. They hey, say hold you up, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, they say you snitching, buggy. Snitching. That's what's going on. You up in there snitching? Hold on, bro. Hold on. You slow, slow it down. Slow it down a little bit, man. Hold up. You know what? I really don't need to be having this conversation with you, but you coming at me like this. It's called bail. How you it's how you out called, how you out on bail, but Mark is still in there. Tell me that, Boogie. Man, how you gonna call me with you know what? You know what? I ain't finna trip with you, but you now this. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me pull it over. All I know is they the one saying you the one that snitched on my brother and that's why he's still in there and you out. I don't know where you getting this from, but I'ma tell you what. I had to go to work. I need to get the f- out of there. But you ain't you ain't hear me. I went to jail, too. Boogie, you going to mess around and get your ass whooped for snitching, man, because that's what you've been out there doing. Man, what, what the f- is you talking about? You've been out there snitching. That's why you out, and my brother Marcus is still in there. You, know, it- you know what? You know what? It's called bail, m- That's what it's called. It's called bail. I had to go to work. I don't know what you tripping on. All I'm tripping on is that the fact that you out and my brother ain't out. He's still in there. Dog, I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking for you, Boogie. You hear me? I'm looking for you, yeah, man. You, but, you, but you know you know where I'm at. You know where I'm at. You know what? Since you, since you run around here like a little b- like he is, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. All I want to do is go get me a, b- a beer. I jumped in the car, and then I was getting your mama some cigarettes. So how are you coming at me like that? Okay. I jumped in the car with him, and them going to blaze up one. I told him, no, nah, dog, put that out. We just going around the corner. But now, he go, he step, 
put it out in the car. He throw the shit out the window. Now we get pulled over. Hell yeah, I jumped out the car. Told the law. I don't got shit to do with this. Who was smoking? You or Marcus? I don't even smoke. Dog. I had to go to work. I go to work. I, I can't deal with that. I told them dudes to put it out. Damn it. Laws pulled over. They searched the damn car. How the hell you going to be riding like that and laws pull you over? They pop open the trunk. You got a big-ass speaker box there, back there with no damn wires on. How the hell you figure? I'm a snitch. It don't take no damn rock scientists to know you got some s*** back there. Hell yeah, guy there. Man, them s*** had me in that drinking water out of the toilet. That ain't Man, don't come at me that like that. You you wanna come in, you know exactly where I'm at. So just cause they got you up in there drinking water out of the toilet, you're gonna come up and start snitching on everybody. You know what? You 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 sh- I had to go to work. Hell the, hell, I used all my damn money trying to get out of there on some Oh, this can't be about you got to go to work. That can't be about you got to have some heart somewhere, dog. Coming at me like that. I was just going to the store. Can I say something to you, man? I want to look. No, you, you know what? You can't say. Let, let me, t- let me tell you. Let me get you shoot you something. Since you gonna be the middle man, let me shoot you a thing or two. Tell, tell your brother, just don't drop the soap. No, he ain't gonna drop the soap. I'm gonna oh, make yeah. sure. I'm gonna oh, yeah, make sure my, my brother. No, no, no. Listen to me. No, no, the, no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you, dog. And I'm gonna tell you this. What you got to tell me? What you got to tell me? I'm going to tell your boss everything about you, and then you're going to lose your little damn job. Oh, no, it, it can't be. You can, dog, you know what? What you, you stuttering for? Me. What you, you stuttering for? I can't believe you calling me with no shit like this. Just lose my number. Don't call me no more behind this Let me say something to you right now, Boogie. What you got to say? This nephew timing from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked. <laughs> oh. oh man, Boogie, you just do me like that, dog. You know this, this ain't nothing to play with. This ain't, this ain't nothing to really play with. All right, Boogie, man, I'm sorry, dog. You, you okay, Boogie? No, 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 I am, dog. You know what? I, I listen to you, man. You ain't supposed to do no bro like that, dog. We supposed to be real. You don't do me like that, man. I put, I put this dude on blast. Hey, hey, man, look here. Your boy, Shannon, he said he your best friend. Shannon is the one that put me up to this, dog. <laughs> man, you know what? Is that your boy? Is that your best friend, Shannon? Man, he, man why y'all do me like this? Yeah, I'm going to take care of Shannon. I got him. <laughs> man, y'all, I just not. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Did I get you? Did I get you? Man, you know what? You Did, got me. I, that's man, all I you want know, on top of it, you got, you got a whole bunch of people. You, that's why I know. <laughs> <laughs> But now you one of them. <laughs> 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 Boogie snitching. There it is. Okay. <laughs> got to put it down. Boogie snitching. I thought that was Junior. That's you, Tommy? That's your nephew? Hey, that's TM over here, baby. That's TM over here. That's really him. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sweetest Day Comedy, baby. It's coming. It's two shows. It's October 18th and 19th. That's this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Chicago, Illinois at the Airy Crown Theater. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh Uh-huh. That's Corey Holcomb. That's Lavelle Crawford. That's DC Youngfly. Tony Roberts. Country Wayne. All hosted by nephew Tommy. Good God Almighty, that's a lot of people. 18th and 19th, Airy Crown, Chicago, Illinois. The nephew is in town. In the shy. I'm in the shy. Is it two nice. nights, Tommy? Let- 
Two nights, sir. Friday night and Saturday night at at the Airy Crown. Land in the cut. Columbia, South Carolina the following week at the Comedy House. The nephew coming to town. I'm on a run. And then after that run, mm-hmm. nephew got to take a break. We finally going to do it. It's time to get the rotator cuff fixed. It's time. Surgery is by Man, time. your ass yeah. is breaking down. What, yeah, what would you do? I am. I am. You got to take some time off to get a rotator cuff. At your well, age. You ain't no ball it. player. I got to get it. Fixed. What did you throw? I don't know what I did. Yeah. Mm. Hey, God. man. It's, that ain't it's, when it's your. Been, it's been. I'm sorry. That's been a while, though. Mm. Uh-uh. See? What? See? Right there. Right there. He know this will start a fight if he say this. He All right. We got to go. He knows it. But we got to go, though. Coming up at the yeah, top of the hour, enter- <laughs> entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Sony's upcoming live-action rendition of Cinderella just got a lot more fabulous, guys. Actor Billy Porter confirmed at last weekend's New Yorker Festival that he is set to star alongside Camila Cabello in the iconic role of Cinderella's fairy godmother. Uh, He stars in Pose, of course, uh, Billy Porter does. He shared his excitement via the New Yorker's Instagram stories, where the news first broke. The news of Billy's casting comes after... Uh, what was a triumphant start to award show season for the actor, most recently at this year's Emmy Awards, he became the first openly gay black man to win an Emmy for lead actor in a drama for his work on Pose. Wow. So he's just doing big things. Yeah. That's the first? Uh Uh-huh. The first Openly gay, openly gay black man. To win an Emmy for lead That's actor surprising. in a drama. I would have thought that had happened already. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. So congratulations again. And now he's going things, to star as Cinderella's uh, godmother, fairy godmother. So, wow. Mm. Yeah. He uh-huh. fit. Huh? Mm. Yeah, uh-uh. He's Keep so going. talented. Billy Porter is so talented. He is. Yeah, he's yeah. very, he's very talented. He's a bad boy now. Yeah, he is. He can sing. He can do it all. All right, uh, and in other Say entertainment, Malik. Uh, huh? What were you gonna say? My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Malik you over something, but go ahead. We'll pass on. <laughs> in other entertainment news, guys, fans were um, the ones who were hoping to see Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon remarry one day shouldn't hold their breath. Last month, uh, Nick revealed on his T.I.'s podcast that uh, Mariah was his dream girl and said he probably wouldn't get married again, but noted, if I had to, I already know what that's like. I would go back home first before I had to do it again, suggested he'd want to remarry Mariah. But apparently Mariah doesn't actually feel the same way. When TMZ cameras caught up with her and asked her about Nick's comments, she replied, remarry? This is him making this up. He's being silly. When asked whether she likes being single, Mariah noted, what is he, my last hope? <laughs> wow. Ooh. I don't do left, though. Dang it. That'll make you come out your turban right there. Won't you? Maybe she was just Wild doing something Wild to get people talking. Yeah, really, for real. Wow. Dang. Yeah, tell yeah, us how I you feel. really feel. Yeah, so that's a no. Yeah, that would I would be a think no. so. That would be a no. <laughs> and they seem great at co-parenting, so maybe she just wants to leave it right where it is. No, I didn't get that for that statement, Shirley. I've got that she don't want to marry Nick. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Leave it right there where it is, just mm-hmm. as co-parents, period. Mm-hmm. So what yeah, I'll what do is. is, as far as making a comment about this, and I want this to stick, I will say that I won't have any comment to Nick Cannon, but he, even though he doesn't extend me the same courtesy, brother. Oh, wow. Whoa. Mm. Huh. Okay. Okay. Is there something we don't? Somebody need to know. Somebody need to know. Somebody need to fix. <laughs> Ride down there, Doc. Do we? Do we need to wild out? What we need to do? What? He said Talk that's his me. only comment. But Steve, you can't leave us hanging yeah. like that. Yeah. Hello. Why, why are you looking over there? I guess. His show, huh? Steve. All right. What's, what's, all right, I guess. Oh, what do you no, always say, Tommy? But my grandmama say, ain't nobody told me none of this. When, when this happened? All right, well, Steve. Uh, say, I'll say. He <laughs> <laughs> is. All right, mm. Steve, time for today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody in Texas. A now former Fort Worth cop who fatally shot a black pre-med college student in her own home has been charged with murder. Authorities say that Aaron Dean, who was white, abruptly resigned just before he was about to be fired anyway. Officials say that early this past Saturday morning, Dean was responding to a non-emergency call, non-emergency call, okay, made by a neighbor to check up on a person who might need help in the house. But instead of knocking on the door, they say Officer Dean and his partner walk around the outside of the house, guns drawn, and that when when a woman appears in the window, instead of identifying themselves as police officers, Dean shouts, put your hands up, show me your hands, and shoots her. Again, without ever identifying themselves as police. At the Tiana Jefferson was playing video games with her 8-year-old nephew, who might have also been shot. And Fort Worth Mayor Betsy Price expressed her outrage and shock. As a mother, a grandmother, a sister, an aunt, I can't imagine anything worse. And I'm so sorry. On behalf of the entire city of Fort Worth, I'm sorry. To Atiana's family, it's unacceptable. There is nothing that could justify what happened on Saturday morning. Nothing. Meanwhile, a white now former cop in Georgia has been found not guilty of manslaughter after fatally shooting an unarmed black man eight times. The jury did find Zachariah Presley guilty of violation of his oath of office in the death of 33-year-old Tony Green. The ex-officer Presley faces only one to five years in prison. The victim's family very upset. They're suing. President Trump imposing some sanctions on Turkey over its recent aerial and ground attacks on northern Syria. The U.S. Congress thinking about passing some sanctions of their own when they return from recess. Uh, this week, the critics from both sides of the aisle said that the president pulling the last 1,000 American troops out of the area is a move that will revitalize ISIS, the Taliban, and even al-Qaeda, and quickly. So now uh, the White House is saying that they might leave 1,000 in another area of the Middle East just in case. A groups say dozens of civilians have already died and more than 100,000 people have been displaced in what has been less than a week. Meanwhile, the Kurds who fought with the U.S. and now feeling abandoned to be murdered have aligned themselves with Syrian forces. In North Carolina, three women under arrest accused of running a fight club for the dementia patients that were in their care at a nursing home in Winston-Salem. They allegedly filmed one fight between two women, 170, 173. All three women have been fired and slapped with charges. The stage is set for tonight's Democratic candidates debate. They'll be a little more crowded. Last time, 10 hopefuls made it. Tonight, there will be 12. And finally, today is National I Love Lucy Day.
Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Democratic presidential primary debate is tonight at Utterbane University in Westerville. Uh, that is a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. Senator Bernie Sanders will take the stage just two weeks to the day after he suffered a heart attack while campaigning in Nevada. Tonight's debate will be moderated by CNN anchors Anderson Cooper and Aaron Burnett and New York Times national editor Mark Lacey. Tonight on stage, former Vice President Joe Biden, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, Mayor Come Pete on, Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, uh, former Housing Secretary Julian Castro, California Senator Kamala Harris, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, former Texas Representative Beto O'Rourke, uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, entrepreneur Andrew Yang, and billionaire activist Tom Steyer. Let's yeah. get all these yeah. damn people <laughs> off here. I just didn't say everybody, yeah. Sean. Man, I'm sick of this, man. It's bigger than a basketball team. <laughs> Who can beat Trump? <laughs> let's get on with it. Better rock, he out. The other dude out. Amy, she gone. It's a, anything. Come on. Corey, uh-huh. 4% in the polls. That's- yeah. We, I'm just, look, man, I'm just being realistic. Let's take race out of this for a second. Cory Booker is polling at 4%. Kamala Harris is polling at 4%. The rest of them is at 2%. 2%. Man. That's so who you now, think they should drop? Now, it's Biden and it's Elizabeth Warren that's yeah. got 22%. Everybody else got twos and fours. Now, let's quit playing this game now. This is serious. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're absolutely right, Steve. It is serious. And the Green Bay Packers started off again. <laughs> and and Tommy, and listen list. to me, man. And they and uh, the Republicans are playing on that, yeah, and they're they trying are. to damage Biden because they know Biden is the mm-hmm. one that can hurt him. Exactly, and and even Donald Trump knows that. He knows that. Because right, so he know Biden. he know that Joe Biden would talk back crazy to him at the debates. Yes. Although he hasn't oh, yeah. been really I mean, talking crazy. Yeah. Will be yeah. real. Yeah. He can lace him. He can yes. really lace him. Yes. He hasn't Ooh, really been doing man. that though. But it, yeah, oh, Joe Biden. Started, course, yeah, he, he started. started just most recently. Yeah, I want him to do more though. Uh, Senator Cory Booker, <laughs> Mayor Pete Buttigieg, uh, Housing T- Secretary Julian Castro, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Beto <sighs> O'Rourke, Elizabeth Warren, Andrew Yang, and Tom Steyer. That's All it. of Denver. The debate is uh, 8 o'clock Eastern on CNN. Coming up at 34 like after... Team, don't know. <laughs> this is a really serious story right here, guys. Um Man, oh man, here we go again. Coming up at 34 after, a white Fort Worth cop has resigned after shooting a black woman in her house while playing video games with her nephew. We're going to talk about this story right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, uh, sad to say, here we go again. Minutes before she was shot and killed by a Fort Worth, Texas police officer, uh, Atiana... Kay Jefferson is her name, was playing video games in her bedroom now with her eight-year-old nephew. A neighbor had called the police after seeing Miss Jefferson's front and side doors open, and uh, a call the neighbor said he regretted making, okay? The two responding officers quietly kept around outside the dark house where Miss Jefferson lived with her mother. 
after unlatching a fence door and walking into the backyard, a white male officer saw Miss Jefferson, who is black, through her bedroom window. He shot it for her to put her hands up and immediately fired a single shot through the glass, according to body camera footage released by the department. The officers do not, uh, they did not in identify themselves as police in the video. Uh, Miss Jefferson's nephew was still in the bedroom when she was killed, oh, the police said. Uh, Atiana, who, who went by uh, Tay, graduated back in 2014 from Xavier University of, of Louisiana with a degree in biology. She was working from home selling pharmaceutical equipment as she studied to apply to medical school. Officer Aaron Dean has resigned. Dean, who joined the Fort Worth Police Department in April of last year, still faces criminal charges as well as possible civil rights violations. This wow. is a scared-ass police officer. Man, that's what this is. You scary, and you shouldn't have this kind of job. you just see, firing off. That's, the He's problem we have is that, oh, yes. and it's usually black males mm -hmm. that get shot. Black women get shot. That it speaks exactly to what Tommy is saying. You are a coward who yes. has a uniform, a badge, and a gun. Your police training has failed. You did not identify yourself as a police officer. You did not give a person a chance to show you their hands. You just shot and killed an innocent woman. Amber Geiger was in Dallas, and now this police officer in Fort Worth. But now listen to this. Yeah. This is the ninth police officer shooting in Fort Worth this year, and seven of them have been fatal. Oh my God! Yeah. And, the ninth and now one we got to this see. year. So the Fort that's, Worth Police Department is just disturbing. shooting people. That's mm -hmm. what it sounds like to me. It, it makes me sick. And we got done. to wait on the jury. We still don't know what's yeah. going to happen. And we still got to wait. And it'll probably be a year from now. Yeah. Um, uh, the police officer has been arrested. Uh, and that's that's, yes. that's 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 well, the Dean. police officer resigned first, but mm -hmm. then they went over there and arrested him. Mm -hmm. But the As family called have. for that. The family was on TV yeah. saying he killed an innocent person. Someone should be arrested. Yeah. We know who yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in her home. We ain't guessing. And, and this what is happened? the second one. Hold up, man. People go to schools and get killed at their school. Yeah. You go to the mm -hmm. movies and, and get killed. You go to church, church and get killed. You get pulled mm -hmm. over by the police, you can get killed. Now you can get killed in your house. In your own Damn. home. Just playing video yeah. games. With your nephew. And 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 what is this with the police not identifying themselves now? What what is that about? I don't get that part. Basic yeah. police training one on one. Absolutely. So it lets a person know when you identify yourself as a police officer. Whoever you are, if you, even if you're a perpetrator of a crime, it causes you to pause because, you know, okay, there's an authoritative figure outside and he has weapons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that gives you a chance to give up. Uh-oh, I'm busted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you don't make the, hey, I'm a police officer, this lady just playing video games. Show me your hands. She probably turned around with that one of that joystick or something in her hand. Mm -hmm. Pow. And and the trauma that her eight-year-old nephew has to deal with and now. And he was the one that told the family that the police officer killed her. Uh, mm. There you go. 
Jesus. So well, if you're outraged, yeah, about this story, as we are, please post your comments at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram or Facebook. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears here. The nephew is in with today's prank phone call. That's I don't want to do nothing. That's coming up right after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, uh, she needs to get her kids, okay? She needs to get her kids. It's the subject of my Strawberry Letter for today. But right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, uh, this right here, because, you know, it is that time. It is NBA time. The boys are back hooping. This is NBA party. NBA party. Let's go get them. Hello? Hello, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm looking for Brad. Hey, Brad, how you doing? This Poncho, man. I'm, I'm one of Marcus's boys. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I talked to Marcus, man. He was telling me about, you know, the uh, the playoff party, man, for, for, for Sunday, man. So uh, he told me if it was cool, I would come through, man. I just wanted to call and, and holler at you, see if I, could, if I need to bring anything, uh, uh, food or some drinks or whatever, you know? You took you friends with Marcus. Yeah, yeah, this is Poncho, man. I'm friends with Mark. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, well, um, no, nah, you're great, unless, of course, you know, you, you're drinking something special. But, uh, yeah, it's just going to be me, Marcus, and, uh, you know, a couple other boys going to be here. And, uh, you know, whatever you want to bring, it's going to be YOB. So, yeah, that's cool. Okay, okay, okay. What time y'all starting, man? He, he told me, like, around 1? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be here all day. But, you know, yeah, come on through about 1, one 2 o'clock, you know, just before the game gets started. We'll have a, you know, got the flat screen going, everything's going to be laid out. So, uh, yeah, just come on through whenever you come through. All right. Just remember, man, Poncho, all right? I'll be there. Poncho, right, so got it. All right, cool. All right, peace. Hello? Hey, hey, Brad? Yo. Hey, Poncho again, man. Listen, r- real quick. How much How much food and, 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 and liquor do you have? Uh, I, I think we got enough for for Sunday. What, why, what you got going on? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got like three boys going to ride with me, man. I just want to make sure you got enough over there. Okay, who is this again? This Poncho. You know, we talked about 30 minutes ago. This Poncho. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark, Marcus' friend. Right, right. Okay. Right, right. Uh, I remember I called you about 30 minutes ago told you Marcus told me it was yeah, cool. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Phone me ringing, ringing back and forth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's all right, but, you know, we ain't trying to overload the joint, man. Just, you know, I know Marcus, and if you're a friend of his, then, then that's cool. You can come yeah, through. Yeah, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't but three guys, man. It ain't but three guys coming with me, man. They they they, they real cool, man. We'll we'll we we we'll bring something to put on your pit or whatever, you know. It'll it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's cool, man. But you know, yeah, yeah. Come on through, man. All right, all right, all right. I talk to you. I talk to you. All right, Brett. Wait, is uh wait is one of them Marcus? Is is one of the guys Marcus? Yeah. No, 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 no. I got it's, it's three guys. Me, I make four. You know, so like three other guys. Yeah, whatever, man. That's cool. Yeah, bring them through, man. Come on. It's fine. All right, all right, all right. Later. Hello. Hey, Brad Poncho again, man. Listen, hey, I'm I'm gonna bring one more. Um, I'm I'm gonna bring one more person with me, wait, dog. Hold, wait, hold, 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 hold up, brakes, player. Wait, hold up, hold the up. Now, what, what, what's up? You market this friend. Yeah, 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 me and I'm Poncho. Yeah, okay, I know you Poncho, man, but you bringing everybody but the <laughs> Just go kid up in this Marcus is cool with me. That's my boy. We go way back. And if you cool with him, too, then, okay, you can come. You know, I'm trying to have an NBA playoff game. You bringing the whole NBA with you. No, no, no. It, 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 
ain't like that, man. But, man, I mean, place ain't that big. You know, my wife is going to be coming through here. And, you know, I, I got the house laid out. I told her I wasn't going to destroy the place. But I just got out the doghouse like two weeks ago. I ain't trying to f*** that up. So oh, oh, if you're oh. coming through, you come through. You know, bring one or two people with you. But that's it. Okay. Uh, 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 but listen, here's what I decided. I, mean, I ain't going to bring them dudes with me. I'm just going to bring a little lady friend with me, man. Is that cool? I'm just going to bring a little lady friend. No dudes. Okay, that's cool. Now you're talking. Okay, because I know she ain't going to eat up as much So come on through here with her. And you know, be done with it. That's fine. Right, right, right. I'm gonna call Simone now and tell her and tell her that that, that she coming with me. Okay. What's her name? Her name's Simone. That's funny. That's my wife's name. Oh, okay, okay, no. okay. But maybe they'll hook up while they while we watching the game. That'll be no, cool. She ain't gonna she ain't gonna be here. So I, I send her and her girls for their their nails done. Okay, okay. So check this out, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to Simone and let her know that we're gonna we're gonna leave her and get over there like about one. And you say it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. That, that's a whole lot better than bringing a bunch of up in here, but. Ah, uh, okay, okay, bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now check this, man. Mine, uh, you know, my friend, she 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 married, you know, and and, and she wanted to get away from my husband for a minute, man. I guess they've been going through, so, you know, you know, just keep oh, wait, it on. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Back, back up there, back up. You bring in a married woman named Simone. What are the odds of that? My wife's name is Simone. Okay, well, no, I mean, my, what was this one? Simone is her last name is. That's my last name. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold. You wait, wait, my wait, wife, wait. My... Hold on, hold on, dog. This, this. Okay, this, this Simone is is light skinned Yeah, you keep on describing her. She's light skinned five wow. one, short hair, got the halicut. Yeah, that's, that's 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 that's. Oh, how long you been with my wife? Hey, dog, me and Simone been friends for a minute, man. It wasn't until, like, a couple of weeks ago she reached out to me and said she was she was going through some, 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 oh. She reached out to you to tell you that she's going through some stuff with her dude. Well, I'm that dude. Okay, okay. How okay, long you been I... seeing my wife? Hey, man, you know, about a year, but who counting? You know what I'm saying? A year. That's about the time we started having some issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on over to this party. Hey, man, I'm sure we can try to figure this kind of situation out. So no, 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 no. Pump your brakes, my wife. Dog. I don't give a dog. about you. I don't give a about her either. I, and dog, you, I, you know, they say, you know what, I've always believed this. There are no mistakes up in this. Everything happens the way it's supposed to be, so it's funny how you call me. Okay, okay, listen, man. Listen. How do you get this number? Cool. My boy gave oh, no, me no, 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 it's no question. You get this number. You probably called me directly from her. That's no, how you got my, this number. My boy gave me this. My, no, dog, leave, leave Simone out of this, man. No, you can't tell me right now. You know, I'm about to get up this phone with you right now. I'm going to call her. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna call her at all. Don't don't tell her you my wife. Just bring her to the party. I got a guest list for your. I got a 380. I got a Smith. I got a Wesson. I got a size 14 Timberland to go right up your. So you just come on over to this party. Oh, oh, okay, hey man, hey man, listen, listen. My boy, my boy gave me your number, man. So I don't know so, who my boy is. Marcus said he don't know you. Marcus don't know me, but guess who else knows me though that you don't know? Well, say something. <laughs> Hey, Brad, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Marcus got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> This is some <laughs> Come and get off y'all in here. <laughs> hey, Brad, what was you going to do with the party, man? Look at here, man. This was about to be a can of whoop for this Hey, man, let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the land? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> NBA party?
Classic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Crazy. Irrelevant statement. Irrelevant statement. Coming up. Okay. I just... <laughs> Wait, what, Junior? What is it? Irrelevant statement coming up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Sweetest Day Comedy Jam, y'all. Sweetest Day Comedy Jam. We got two shows, October 18th and 19th. It is in Chicago, Illinois, Chi-Town. 18th and 19th, that's this Friday and Saturday, at the Airy Crown. And it is loaded. D.C. Young Fly, Lavelle Crawford, Corey Holcomb, Tony Roberts, Country Wayne, and hosted by yours truly, the one and only nephew Tommy. That's this Friday, 18th and 19th, Friday hey, and Saturday. Hey, 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 Tommy, give me the lineup one more time. You got you got DC Youngfly. You know he was uh-huh. 85 South. Mm-hmm. All right. You got Lavelle Crawford. You got Corey Holcomb. You have Tony Roberts. And you have Country Wayne. That's a great show. And nephew Tommy. Yeah. Wow, man. That so is loaded. loaded. Yeah, it oh, it's loaded, boss. It's loaded, Rice. loaded. Y'all be out there by sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know who gonna follow uh, Tony Roberts. Man, let me tell you something. Tony Roberts is a beast, man. You got, you ain't got Tony to Roberts us. is a beast, man. Tommy. Yeah. He is Tommy. a beast. What? Tommy, he was at saying this uh-huh. old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yeah. He is a beast, man. JJ. He is a beast. Yeah, JJ funny as hell, dog. Tell him, tell him, Junior. Yeah, JJ, JJ, JJ from funny the as all. Get out. JJ from the sip. Not the little boy you be talking. Not that little kid. Oh, no, I don't know. Little kid grown now. But not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nephew, thank you. Uh, coming up next, it's the strawberry letter subject. She needs to get her kids. Uh, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, she needs to get her kids. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 50-year-old with three children and I've been married for 14 years. All of the children are grown and are on their own. So my husband and I uh, have the house to ourselves. I love my alone time with my husband, but his sister is causing some big problems in our marriage. His sister gets on my last nerve. Uh, She is an unstable mother and she drops her kids off at my house with no warning. I am tired of dealing with her kids. One day recently, I was walking into my living room and I saw her letting her kids out of the car and she drove off. My husband was at work, so I ended up keeping the kids, which meant feeding them. I called my mother-in-law and told her to come get the kids. My mother-in-law is sick of the kids, too. There have been many times when she has asked me to keep the kids for a few hours, then will return at 3 a.m. to pick them up. She just sits in the driveway and blows her horn or shines her light on bright through my front windows. Uh, she also has my husband going, uh, doing crazy stuff like changing her locks at night because she broke up with a boyfriend and didn't want him to be able to get into her house. Stephen Shirley, she is 38 years old and the family keeps enabling her. I am not going to keep this up and I told my husband that enough is enough. I am at war with my husband over her because it's his only sister. 
I hope and pray I'm not being unreasonable by telling him to choose between me and his sister. I got so angry over his sister and her kids that I told my husband to go move in with her. I am not a daycare, and I want to set boundaries with this woman. How should I handle this? Well, you're, you're off to a good start with setting boundaries with her, with letting her know that you're not a daycare, uh, <laughs> with getting angry with your husband. Uh, you're, you're right about the family enabling her. She's been allowed to do this for so long, she thinks that it's okay to do this. And you're so right. I mean, everything you're saying, your sister-in-law is dead wrong. Uh, and because of it, her children are so, they're, they're suffering because of this, going from house to house, your house, to the grandmother's house, and, and no telling who else, you know, that she does this to, uh, just dropping them off at random houses with random people. This is ridiculous. I mean, she's rude. She's entitled. She needs to be checked. So you're definitely on the right path. You need to learn to say no. That's what happens when you set boundaries. you got to tell her no, all right, uh, even if she does drop the kids up. Get right back in your car and, uh, <laughs> you know, follow her or drop them off at her house, whatever. But you don't want this responsibility. And it's not the kid's fault. I'm sure, you know, I, I feel so sorry for these children and badly for the kids because uh, if she is unstable, like you say she is, and she sounds like it, that they have to, you know, have a mother like this. This is terrible. But again, you're going to have to to learn how to say no and mean it. And and one other thing, your husband is going to have to get on board and support you, not her. You are his wife. She's not his wife. Those are not his kids. They're your relatives. But she needs to deal with her own responsibilities. Steve? You know, I was trying to find the humor in this letter, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't. Yeah. Cause I I, I know trifling ass trifling. people. Mm-hmm. And this you've been married to your man fourteen years. Y'all got three children and all the children are grown, so they out on their own. Y'all got the house to yourself, so you thought you love your long time with your husband, but you ain't got it no more. But his damn sister, thirty eight years old, unstable mother. She dropped. Now you didn't say how many kids. Did she say how many kids? Uh, she just says kids. But the woman writing the letter has three children of her own. So we know at least two of these kids is getting dropped off. Mm-hmm. She drops her kids off at my house with no warning note. Mm-mm. I'm tired of dealing with her kids. Well, you're really tired of dealing with the kids like this way. You know, one day recently you walked into your living room and you saw her letting her kids out the car and she drove off. Your husband at work, hit he damn kids come. Now I feel sorry for the kids like Shirley say, because they got to walk up on the, ho- on the porch and they know this heifer post at least knock on the door tell them we coming. But them kids got to go in the house. They don't know what else to do. I don't know what to tell you, man. There is no humor in this letter, so let me just quit trying to look forward. This thing that got on your last nerve, and I ain't mad at you. So your husband's at work. She drops them off. You ended up keeping the kids. Now you got to feed them because you're a decent person. Then you called your mother-in-law, and you told her to come get the kids. The mother-in-law's sick of the kids, too. Damn. Yeah. Now I feel really bad for these kids because they get shoveled off from house to house, and they knowing everybody mad when they see them. But the kids ain't doing nothing. They just the result of having a trifling mama. 
Man, I feel bad for these kids, man. Where's the dad? What dad? Mm-hmm. She never mentioned that. No, nah, well, see, she got a boyfriend mm-hmm. that, you know, the husband had to change the locks at her house, Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Because her boyfriend and her was breaking up. Mm-hmm. You got to change locks because he coming in. There have been many times when she asked, she has asked me to keep the kids for a few hours and then we return at 3 a.m. to pick them up. Who wakes the babies up in the middle of the damn night? Right. She trifling on a whole lot of levels. Mm-hmm. I think I got something that for you. I got something. All right, well, hold on. Hold on for part two, Steve. Um, We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, she needs to get her kids. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. She needs to get her kids. Lady 50 years old, got three kids. They grown, they moved out the house. Her and her husband got the house all to themselves. She loves her alone time with her man. She only got one problem. Her man's sister, unstable mother, drops the kids off without any warning. Just drops them off. She tired of this. One day she was walking in the living room and saw her pull up and just let the kids out and then drove off. Ooh. I'll be damned. Now, you got to be kind to the kids because it ain't the kids' fault. But now you got to take care of them. You got to feed them. You was going to sit down and just watch the TV with your feet up. Now you feeding kids. Then you can't count the time she come by and tell you, watch the kids for a few hours and then return at 3 a.m. in the morning to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Now, here the trifling part. This is how trifling this heifer is. She comes and just sits in the driveway and blows her horn or shines her lights on bright through my front windows. That's trifling. Boy, that's, that's trifling. So crazy. Boy, if that ain't ignorant, mm-hmm. you tell me. But if you want to really keep it funky, here we go. I got something for you at the end, though. Uh, She also has my husband doing crazy stuff like changing her locks at night because she broke up with her boyfriend, didn't want him to be able to get into her house. Stephen Shirley, she's 38 years old. The family keeps enabling her. I ain't going to keep up with this. I told my husband that enough is enough. I'm at war with my husband over her because it's his only sister. I understand that. I hope and pray I'm not being unreasonable. You're not. By telling him to choose between me and his sister. Okay, that now, now you, that, that went a little far, but I understand because you're mad. I got so angry over his sister and her kids that I told my husband to go move in with her. Well, mm. since he liked taking care of the kids so much, you know, I think it's a good idea since he likes taking care of the kids that much. Then it's a good idea that he just moves on in with them. That's what I think. <laughs> but I told my husband, and I'm not a daycare, and I want to set boundaries for this woman. How should I handle this? Well, I done read this letter and been as nice. Here's the only solution I got. Every You tell her, your, this what has to happen. Every time... She dropped them kids off on your ass. Mm. You ought to go by her house and get on her ass. <laughs> what does that mean, Steve? Break it down. 
if she dropped the kids off on your ass, <laughs> you ought to go over there and be on her. You got to whoop her ass one time. By bottom line. Yeah, I think she really just got to whoop her ass one time. I think we down to that. She trifling. Some people need a good slapping. Oh, for sure. And sit her down and tell her, you know what? You are really abusive to your children, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you really, these kids deserve better. You put them in uncompromising positions, passing them off like they potato chips. These kids know that they being drugged around and passed off. They know they mama unstable. And ain't nobody told you, but you a trifling ass mama. And you That's need to right. get your sugar honey iced tea together for I slap the sugar honey iced tea <laughs> out your... <laughs> Good pause. Good pause. <laughs> I think that's what has to happen because mm-hmm. if the family's in enab- he's enabler because it's his only sister. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to help out. It's his baby sister. I know that parameter. It's got to be pulling on him. Yeah. The mother is already sick. I'm so y'all got to do something, man. Y'all just can't keep doing it like this. Right, she needs to be whooping her ass. Is all I see. That's all. <laughs> That's I see. all you see I in this care. letter. That's all. <laughs> I, I don't. That's all I see. I mean, really, I just don't, else. man. This ain't yeah. about no therapy or nothing. She needs somebody to get her undivided damn attention. Yeah. And nothing gets your attention like an ass whooping. <laughs> got mine. Yes, immediately. Nothing. Everyone I have gotten. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, had mine. Attentive. From my mama, from some dudes. <laughs> I, every last one of them. Yes. Yes. That's what I think you should do. And just remind her, every time you drop them off on my ass, I'm going to be back over here on your ass. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing over here is we're exchanging asses. (laughs) What? Well, what about the husband and those kids? We're exchanging asses. (laughs) But hold up, though. She brings the kids unannounced. Mm-hmm. So the husband, he like, wow. It, he uh, he caught off guard too late, too. Hey, you got to call before you bring these kids over and ask to make sure we ain't got nothing to do. I'm sorry. I just be thinking. And then she do it again. She did all, You done already said she just pull up and let them out and drive off. This chick knows she trifling, and she doing it on purpose. It's, I don't know it's a lot this dude could do. She dropped him off while he was at work. Yeah. Oh, you. You shouldn't yeah. have been in the window. Yeah. Uh. She saw you. <laughs> mm. Shut your doors. Pull your blinds down. Act like you are. All right. Well, listen, post your comments <laughs> on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Did she come? And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, spoiler alert on power. What happened to Keisha? Where is Keisha? Oh, man. (laughs) We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Carla. All right. Yes. It is all on social media. Yeah, I'm so upset. What, Go ahead. what happened on Power? What happened? Who oh, ghost so Neil? While we were... Yeah, Steve. <laughs> ghost Neil. Ghost Neil. <laughs> so while we were in Cancun, <laughs> thing 
things were happening. All right, Kat, you can cut it. All right, so Lakeisha Grant, played by Lala Anthony, is dead. She what? Gone, y'all. No. Yes, Junior, come on. Yes. And her best friend, Tasha St. Patrick, killed her. Whoa. Oh, no. Yes. No. Uh, yes. I didn't need to hear that. I didn't need yeah. to hear that. I ain't seen I it. I thought oh. Ghost was going to kill her. Oh. Well, that's what Tommy thinks. Tommy thinks that Ghost killed Oh, I Keisha. see why. Uh-huh, oh. Because Tommy killed Angela. Oh. So he thinks that. Tommy thinks that. But it was so hard to watch Tommy fall to his knees to see his girl, Keisha, gone. He was about to propose, about to propose. and everything. Oh. Yeah. And her BFF, Tasha St. Patrick, killed her. It was so hard to watch Tommy fall to his knees. Keisha is gone. No! His girl is gone. Yes, Junior, no, she's gone. Tommy was just about to propose to her. It was, oh, it was just... Well, Carla, they have lived longer than most dope dealers, though. They've lived a long time. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? They've lived lives. a long time. Yeah. I mean, they saw yeah. a lot of money. And they did see a lot of right. money. Right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, it usually ain't like that, too. So that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, they were moving that, moving stuff around. But just like you said, Junior, you were wondering, did Ghost kill Keisha? And that's what Tommy thinks. Tommy thinks that. But anyway, Lala, this is how everybody's finding out. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry if you haven't seen the show. But Lala took to Instagram. She told everybody this was hard to watch. I want to thank 50 Cent, Courtney Kemp. You know, she is one of the uh, EPs on the show for giving me a chance to bring Lakeisha Grant to life. I'm forever grateful to the two of them for believing in me. And uh, she also shouted out her girl, Natori, you know, who plays who plays Tasha. You're an amazing talent, amazing friend. She shouted out to Joseph Socorro, who plays Tommy. Thank you for the every day of the work we did. So people were shocked when Lala put it out there like that on social media because some people were posting, spoiler alert, yeah. Lala, we have not seen the show. So that final scene, mm. it was a lot. But I tell you what, if you kill me, you're going to be left out the thank yous. I'm not putting you in my thank yous. <laughs> On social media. Yeah. You should shot me in front of everybody. You're not getting a thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Thank you, Kyla. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about a topic for the fellas, okay? Get ready for it, okay? That's coming up at the top right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tuesday's topic is uh, for the fellas. In in Florida, Air Force Tech Sergeant Kenneth Cook recently broke the world record for an unassisted or raw bench press. All right? He lifted a staggering 551 pounds. The previous world record was 534 pounds. Do you know how much you can bench right now, fellas? Steve, yeah. you, you lift now, a lot of weights. I know, Tommy, you're a runner. Yeah. And, and Kier, you, uh, Junior, Comfortably you the... about 86 pounds. Oh. A <laughs> few more pounds to catch up. Yeah. To, uh, I'm talking about ripping them off with no problem. What you need, 30 he reps? Lied. Got uh-huh. He's stronger than that. He's stronger yeah. than that. I'm <laughs> just saying comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Putting them on stress on your body. Uh, me? You, Junior? You go to the gym. Uh, the bar? Day. I'm good with the bar. <laughs> Just put but that you up there. But, but it, you know, the bar that you put the weights on. Just <laughs> you did have your, have your guns out. That's about you, 45 pounds right there. But probably about 185. 
I think about 185. That's pounds. how much you can bench press? Oh. Yeah, that's not a lot. Well, don't, that don't explains whoa. the guns this no, weekend. That's not, uh, would you tell them that's not a lot? Uh, no, that's good, don't you? you well, it's more than 80 that Steve can bench press. Yeah. Uh, what uh, about uh, you, uh, Wait a minute. Don't let Unc fool you. Hold on. You seen Uncle Steve mm-hmm. arms. Yeah. Oh, no. He's Come strong up about it. Oh, man. Come he's on. strong. I didn't see mm-hmm. him. I know Unc can do about 265 right now at 62. I can pick up some weight, man. I, I can mm-hmm. pick up some weight. Go do that country workout. Uh-uh, I can't, sure. I, I ain't, I, my arm, my, my, I'm messed up. I can't do oh, nothing. He got to rotate. Yeah. 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 So, so, so if I what wasn't happened? hurt, Shirley, mm-hmm. about 225. 225 I could do. Mm-hmm. No That's one's two forty-five plates that? on you. Well, I'm about to, Shirley. You just didn't give me enough time. I said, well, you know, you all said you could beat me running, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, man. Challenge. All of these promises, no, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> you said you're going to beat Dion. So you said you could jump up with Steve. The last time I bench pressed, man, I probably. What's I, the most you ever done? About two. Like, I'm sure in your 30s, you was rock strong. I, I didn't lift that much weight. My, I think my max about two forty five. Mm-hmm. The fight strength is pulling, not pushing. What you mean? Now my back strength, what I can pull, oh dog, I I go to wall with that. I can do the whole I've stack. Seen you at with the them gym. dumbbells before though. Yeah. I've seen you with a bunch of dumbbells. God dog. Oh, I, I curl sixties. You know after I warm up, I can curl sixties. You know, I could probably do more, but that's all I do sometimes, you know. But that's that's not regular. I could just do it. You you don't have mm-hmm. to curl that much weight. That don't really accomplish right. nothing. Not yeah. for what I'm trying to do. All I know is Junior in Cancun had on a sleeveless shirt. And when had I his mentioned, guns out? When I mentioned what, his boy, arms. Boy, sun's out, guns out. That's what he said. <laughs> wow. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he said. My pull strength is much greater than my push strength. Much greater. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if I sit down and do a back row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now nah, I can snatch some weight now, dog. How much? Snatching. A bunch. I can do a bunch. Like as much as this guy, 551? That's a bunch. Oh, no. Ain't nobody oh. doing that. Hell no. He did it. If, if I get under 500 or something, you better get everybody from behind. Yeah, but, me need to move. Yeah, but what's the... <laughs> dog, I'm going to need the, so many spotters. <laughs> yeah, he just showing out. Because what's the one pound for? You at 550. Just do 550. <laughs> what the hell was hey, the yeah. one? <laughs> going to come out. <laughs> that little weight on the end. You knew it. Two little halves on each side. What was that for? <laughs> well, he was trying to beat the record. The, the record was 534. 550 yeah, yeah. is greater than 534. 551. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. oh so 550 you is so you it's a lot of weight, man. I don't know how you do that. Man. Dude, this is fine, All right. Man. All right. We're going to move on. Coming up, more music, more fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A fake violent video featuring a fake Donald Trump shooting, stabbing, and beating members of the news media and his political rivals was screened during a conference for his supporters at his resort in Miami last week. Wow. This is according to the New York Times. 
The event was held by the pro-Trump group American Priority and featured his son, Don Jr., former White House spokeswoman, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The video, which collects a series of Internet uh, memes, also includes the logo for Trump's 2020 re-election campaign. Wow. It features Trump's head on the body of a man who starts shooting and assaulting people in the church of fake news. His targets have the faces of his critics, including late Senator John McCain, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, former President Barack Obama, Senator Bernie Sanders, and the logos of various media organizations on their bodies, including, of course, PBS, NPR, NBC and the Washington Post. Wow. That's sad, man. Yeah, that really and, is. And, and, that and, is and sad that his supporters yeah. do that and condone that because, man, this dude is just doing what he wants to do. But the support for this foolishness, mm-hmm. for this ignorance, is like alarming, man. I have very little faith in this country at this point Increasingly because common. of this Donald Trump movement. If you're still a Trump supporter after these past three years, man, wow, wow. What does that say? You're crazy. What does that say? All right, we're going to move on, guys. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Democratic presidential primary debate is tonight at Utterbane University in Westerville. Uh, that is a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. Senator Bernie Sanders will take the stage just two weeks to the day after he suffered a heart attack while campaigning in Nevada. Tonight's debate will be moderated by CNN anchors Anderson Cooper and Aaron Burnett and New York Times national editor Mark Lacey. Tonight on stage, former Vice President Joe Biden, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, Mayor on, Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, uh, former Housing Secretary Julian Castro, California Senator Kamala Harris, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, former Texas Representative Beto O'Rourke, uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, entrepreneur Andrew Yang, and billionaire activist Tom Steyer. Let's yeah. get all these yeah. damn people <laughs> off here. I just didn't say everybody. Yeah. Sure. Man, I'm sick of this, nervous. man. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, we play bigger this than a game. basketball team. <laughs> Who can beat Trump? And let's get on with it. Better rock, he out. The other dude out. Amy, she gone. It's a, anything. Come on. Corey, uh-huh. 4% in the polls. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, look, man, I'm just being realistic. Let's take race out of this for a second. Cory Booker is polling at 4%. Kamala Harris is polling at 4%. The rest of them is at 2%. 2%. Man. That's true. So who you now, think they should drop? Now, it's Biden and it's Elizabeth Warren that's yeah. got 22%. They're Everybody else got twos and foes. Now, let's quit playing this game now. This is serious. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're absolutely right, Steve. It is serious. Everybody. Too many. Yes. And, yeah. the, and, the, <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers starting off again. <laughs> And, and Tommy, and listen list. to me, man. And they and uh, the Republicans are playing on that. Yeah, and they're they trying are. to damage yeah. Biden because they know Biden is the mm-hmm. one that can hurt him. Exactly. And mm-hmm. and even Donald Trump knows that. He knows that. All right, so he Joe know Biden. That, he knows that Joe Biden will talk back crazy to him at the debates. Yes. Although he hasn't oh, yeah. been really I mean, talking the clap crazy. Back will be yeah. real. Yeah, he can lace it. He can yes. really lace it. <laughs> yes. He hasn't really Ooh, been doing man. that, though. But yeah, Joe Biden, Cor- 
Yeah, he, he started. started just most recently. Yeah, I want him to do more, though. Right. Uh, Senator Cory Booker, <laughs> Mayor Pete Buttigieg, uh, Housing T- Secretary Julian Castro, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Beto <sighs> O'Rourke, Elizabeth Warren, Andrew Yang, and Tom Steyer. That's All it. of Denver. The debate is uh, 8 o'clock Eastern on CNN. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. That's coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day, and, of course, it is time for you to leave us with some closing remarks. I want to give you some encouragement on your road to success. Uh, I've often said a million times that the road to success is always under construction, that you can expect the pitfalls, the setbacks, the detours, the working men at work, so forth and so on. But what I want to remind you of is that you can win if you can fight through the clutter. And one of the best ways that I can give you to fight through the clutter you have to have a relationship with God. I mean, it's just really the best way to fight through the clutter because you really don't know how exactly to become successful. You really don't know exactly how. I mean, and the reason I know you don't know exactly how is because you've probably aimed for something that in order to achieve it, you really do need God's help. So it's nothing wrong when you don't know exactly how you're going to make it. Because what that means is you've aspired to something so great that in order for it to happen, you absolutely have to have God's help. That's where you want to be. You want to be on a mission that keeps you awake at night. You want to be on a mission, man, that makes you wake up early. You want to be on a mission that requires you to pray constantly. You want to be on a mission, man, where you seek the advice and help of other people that's in a higher position. You want to be on a mission where not achieving it becomes absolutely unacceptable. But to get there, you got to fight through the clutter. And the biggest form of clutter in your mind is the actual figuring it out. Can you remember back on how many times you've tried to figure something out, your life, your next move, who to call, who to talk to, whether to try to sell them, how to sell them, what to buy, how to buy. If you go back over all your life of you figuring out my next move, should I go to school, should I not go to school, should I get a degree in this, should I not get a degree in this, should I apply for that job or this job, should I go over here because they pay a little bit more, but this one has better stability, I don't know but you've constantly been trying to work that out. That's exhausting, and it keeps your mind cluttered. I was reading in my daily meditation how when you clutter your mind up with the how-to, you remove God's presence in your life because he's always hovering and standing close by to come in and comfort you and be beside you and help you make these decisions. But if you never invite him in, if you never invite him to make the decisions, if you never allow his presence to come and calm you down. Man, sometimes you just need calming. You know what? You could deal with a lot of this stuff that you're going through a lot better if you were had just a calming effect. 
the calming effect. That's the peace you get when you form a relationship with God. God calms you down because you know he got your back. You know he's in control. He know he got your best interests at heart. You know that he's behind the scenes working on your behalf. When you have that type of relationship, it cools you out. You can chill. You can't do anything about tomorrow. So worrying about it doesn't affect it. Now, I'm not saying and sitting here that you're not supposed to plan, that you're not supposed to have dreams and aspirations, because you do. But in all my dreams of aspirations, all the things I want, I've had to learn to be flexible. Because what I want and what God has for me is oftentimes two different things. But can I share something with you? The thing that God has for you is way better than anything, anything you could possibly plan. You can't figure it the way he does. His thoughts is way up there, man. His ways is way up there. You can't outfigure God. God can take a very, very dismal situation, folks, and turn it into pure gold for you. When they are lining themselves against you, if God is with you, who can be against you? So let them line up. If you know you got a relationship with God and you know you're not over there by yourself, why would you be afraid of someone lining up against you? Let them lined up. You're talking to somebody who knows this all too well. They have lined up against me in numbers. But guess what? They can't do nothing to me God don't allow. And even if you do do it, it doesn't mean it has the effect or the desired effect on me that you want it to. And so that's the same thing with you. Because of this relationship with God, you don't have to bend and react to every time somebody don't like a picture or make a bad comment or put a false a falsehood out there about you. You don't have to react to all of that because you have peace in a relationship with God. you got to form this relationship, y'all. You have to. It's imperative to who you are. And the thing about forming a relationship, you don't have to clear it with nobody, but you ain't got to even tell nobody you're doing it. You can just show them a different you. You don't have to make an admission. I'm talking to God every day trying to become a better person. You ain't got to tell nobody that. Just do it. Just do it. That's all you've got to do. All right? Those are my closing remarks. All right, drop it. It's dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. Needed that. No, oh, it is, man. Can I tell y'all something really good? Mm-hmm. What's up, what? Have yourself a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I be doggone, it's time to say that already. Yeah, Have yourself a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 